Prime Minister Justin Trudeau lectures the Montreal Canadiens on sexual misconduct and the whole world rolls her eyes. I'm Candace Malcolm and this is The Candace Malcolm Show. Hi everyone, thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to talk about the story that everyone's talking about, mostly because Prime Minister Justin Trudeau sort of inserted himself into a story that he really, really should not have. So I'm talking about a London Knights NHL prospect named Logan Mayu. Mayu is a star defenseman who had been expected to be drafted in the first round this year, but then he fell into some legal trouble while he was on loan with a Sweden team. His OHL team didn't play this season because of COVID, so he went over and played in Sweden. I'll read a report from July 16th in the London Free Press newspaper. It says, according to hockey journalist Frank Cervalli, who runs dailyfaceoff.com, blue liner Logan Mayu took a photo of a woman without her consent during consensual sex and then distributed it to teammates on SK Leon, a team in Sweden's third division. Mayu was 17 at the time and the woman was 18 according to the report. It is our understanding the situation has been resolved in Sweden and Mayu has apologized, a Knights team statement read. Mayu was eventually charged with defamation and offensive photography, dailyfaceoff.com reported. He was ordered to pay a fine to take the matter out of the court system, the Hockey News website reported. He is quoted as apologizing for the incident in the article. So that was on July 16th. And then on July 20th, Mayu took a very unprecedented step. He posted this on his social media. So he writes, being drafted into the NHL is an honor and a privilege that no one takes lightly. The NHL draft should be one of the most exciting landmark moments in a player's career. And given the circumstances, I don't feel I have demonstrated strong enough maturity or character to earn the privilege in the 2021 draft. If I were to ever have the honor of being selected, I would want a fan base to be proud and welcome me into their organization. I know it will take some time for society to build back the trust I have lost. And that is why I think it is best that I renounce myself from the 2021 NHL draft and ask that no one select me this upcoming weekend. I feel that this would allow me the opportunity to demonstrate an adequate level of maturity and character next season with the London Knights in the OHL and provide all the NHL teams the opportunity to reassess my character towards the 2022 NHL draft. And he signs it, Logan Mayu. So fair enough. I mean, it's sort of interesting that he is showing maturity by posting a statement like this and recognizing the mistakes he made. And just to be clear, the sexual act he engaged in was consensual. It, that was not the illegal part. The illegal part was that he apparently took photos of it and shared it with his teammates. So Mayo's actions were wrong and it is completely fair game to criticize him. Then the story got even bigger because over the weekend, the Montreal Canadiens decided to ignore Mayo's own request and they drafted him anyway. He was selected in the first round. Now, again, perhaps there's reasons why. Perhaps they assessed Mayu's performance and looked at the maturity of putting out that statement and decided that he was ready, or they decided that, you know, he was gonna have to spend a year or two in the Canadian system anyway, so they might as well draft him. But I think the problem really happened when the coaching staff seemed completely unable to provide an answer. They just hadn't really thought it through, it seems. So this is what it looked like when a journalist asked about this question. Regarding Logan, um... In his statement, he says that uh, he thought that he did not earn the right to be drafted. Uh, why? I mean, ba based on that, if the player thinks that, why do you think the opposite?
why do what do you mean why do what do i think the opposite can you well, expand on that a little bit so this is when it blew up and became an even bigger story in the sports world and there are lots of very very valid reasons to criticize the montreal canadians uh for their decision uh, but then something really remarkable happened. The Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau decided that he wanted to get into this debate. He decided that he wanted to comment on it. So here he is slamming the Montreal Canadiens and saying that he is deeply disappointed. As a lifelong Habs fan, I have to say uh, I am deeply disappointed by the decision. Uh, I think it was a, a lack of judgment by the Canadiens organization. Uh, I think they have uh, a lot of explaining to do to Montrealers and to fans from right across the country. So the very fact that Justin Trudeau imagines himself to be qualified to talk on this topic, that he thinks that he is the moral authority when it comes to sexual misconduct is quite frankly absurd. So Melu was 17 years old at the time when he made his regrettable mistake, which to be clear was against the law. He broke the law. Now, Justin Trudeau, meanwhile, was 28 years old when he admittedly groped a female reporter who was trying to do her job at a music festival back in 2000. To be clear, what Justin Trudeau did was not illegal. He was never charged or convicted of any crimes, but still, he did admit to doing this. I say he admitted it because according to an anonymous editorial we learned that was actually written by the victim, Trudeau apologized for groping this woman the next day. So this is what the editorial says. Now, again, this was written back in 2000. It says, quote, I'm sorry. If I had known you were reporting for a national paper, I would have never been so forward, unquote. Those were the words that were spoken to an advanced reporter by Justin Trudeau, son of former Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau, on August 4th. Trudeau, who was in Crescent to celebrate the Kokanee Summit Festival put on by the Columbia Brewery, apologized a day later for inappropriately handling the reporter while she was on assignment, not only for the advance, but also for the National Post and the Vancouver Sun. Quote, if I had known you were reporting for a national paper. But shouldn't the son of a former prime minister be aware of the rights and wrongs that go along with public socializing? Didn't he learn through his vast experiences in public life that groping a strange young woman isn't in the handbook of proper etiquette, regardless of who she is, what her business is, or where they are? That's pretty devastating stuff. Okay, the story went from bad to worse for Justin Trudeau when he was finally confronted about the story by the legacy media several weeks later. After all, at the time, Justin Trudeau had painted himself as the model of male feminism. He received great praise from the legacy media for announcing that he was having a gender-balanced cabinet with 50% men, 50% women, remember that? And he also said that he was raising his two sons to be feminists. So it was all a little shocking to hear that Trudeau wasn't really a feminist and he wasn't really a gentleman in his personal life. Well, instead of taking responsibility for it, apologizing, recognizing his mistakes, much like the way that 18-year-old Logan Mayu has done, Trudeau did the opposite. He turned it around and actually blamed his victim. Is that sorry for how she feels or sorry for what happened? Because we don't really know from your recollection what happened. Well, I mean, and there's a lot of uncertainties around this in terms of my recollection is that there was no uh, untoward or inappropriate actions, but she was in a professional context and, and, you know, who knows where her mind was and I fully respect her ability to experience something differently and that's, that's the whole conversation we have to be having around this, that 
people experience things differently and we have to be much more thoughtful and that's a great part of the collective awakening we have. That was very infuriating for many, many women to watch, many Canadians to watch. He said that who knows where her head was at, again, blaming her, saying that she was the one who was at fault for seeing it this way, and then flat out saying that she experienced it differently than him. It doesn't sound like Justin Trudeau had learned his lesson one bit, but it turns out that that kind of behavior is pretty much normal in the Liberal caucus and within the Liberal government. The following is a list of Liberal MPs and high-ranking staff in the Prime Minister's office who have each faced their own sexual scandals. So here we go, we have Liberal MP Marwan Tabara, who was a Liberal candidate in 2019 election, and he was a candidate despite the fact that he was under investigation prior to an incident from 2015 where he allegedly directed sexual comments and inappropriately touched a female staffer. Next, MP Kent here. While serving as the Minister of Sport and Persons with Disability, Liberal MP Kent Hare was accused by two separate women of sexual harassment. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau kept Hare in the Liberal caucus despite these allegations being made against him. Next, MP Darshan Khan. Two female staffers came forward with information about Kang's alleged inappropriate behavior. According to the Hill Times, Kang was under investigation by the House of Commons Chief Human Resources Officer. One of the accusers claimed that Kang forced himself on her, kissing her and grabbing her without consent. Next, MP Hunter Tutu, former Liberal Cabinet Minister and Nunavut MP. He apologized in 2016 after reports revealed that he had had an inappropriate relationship with someone in his office. All right, next we have MP Massimo Pacetti and MP Scott Andrews. Now you might remember before Trudeau even became prime minister, these two MPs were kicked out of the Liberal caucus because Trudeau came out and said an NDP MP had come to him to talk about sexual misconduct claims. So for Pacetti, he was accused of having sex with a woman without explicit consent. And for MP Andrews, one woman claimed that he had sexually harassed her and two Two other possible victims were also identified. And it doesn't end there. PMO, former director of operations Claude-Éric Gagnon, was forced to resign from his position after being under investigation for inappropriate sexual behavior. And it isn't just MPs and staffers. The problem with sexual misconduct in the Trudeau government seems to have seeped into the military as well. So you probably heard of this story of General Jonathan Vance, who served as the Chief of Defense Staff, which is the highest ranking civil service position in the military. They report directly to the Minister of National Defense. Well, General Jonathan Vance resigned from this position after his own sexual scandal was revealed. So Vance was hand-selected to serve in this position by Trudeau and by the Liberals. And so perhaps because of this, when Minister Harjit Sajjan, who's the National Defense Minister, when he learned of Vance having an inappropriate sexual relationship with a woman who reported directly to him in his chain of demand, Sajjan looked the other way. Complaints about General Vance made its way all the way up to the Prime Minister's office and to Trudeau's Chief of Staff, Katie Tilford, who was told in 2018, Trudeau himself denies knowing about any of this, and when he was asked if he was upset that nobody told him, he said no. The story keeps going though because in April 2021, amid the ongoing scandal and investigation into General Vance, the Liberals shut down a probe into the allegations of high-level sexual misconduct in the Canadian forces. Because nothing says we have nothing to hide, quite like shutting down an investigation. But we know, 
Justin Trudeau is a fake feminist. We all know that. He kicked a strong indigenous woman, Jody Wilson-Raybould, out of his cabinet because she dared to defy his orders when he asked her to break the rules and give a contract to his sketchy friends over at SNC-Lavalin. Raybould said no, and so Trudeau fired her. He then kicked Raybould, as well as Minister Jane Philpott, who had defended Raybould. He kicked them both out of the Liberal caucus, and MP Selena Cesar Chavanas also quit the Liberal caucus as well. Trudeau is the last person who can credibly speak on this topic. So instead of lecturing the NHL, lecturing the Montreal Canadiens, and lecturing some 18-year-old kid, how about Trudeau focus on getting his own affairs in order? People who live in glass houses should not throw stones, Prime Minister. I'm Candace Malcolm, and this is The Candace Malcolm Show.